everyone. I'm Lauren MacGyver. And I'm Teresa Roca. And this is Teen Mom Time. We're here to fill you in on all the fight. Why are you so white trash? All the custody battles. Corey's trying to take our kids from All the romance drama. Getting divorced, period. And so much more. Hi, hi. You're both high. I just try to be a good person and a good moment adult. On this week's episode, we'll be discussing Janelle and David separating, Dakota slamming Team Mom OG, the latest between Kale and Chris, plus we have a very, very special guest, former 16 and Pregnant star, Lindsay, and she'll be chatting about life, her babies, her business, and so much more, so we have that to look forward to later. Tika, how are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm good. You know, it's. I feel like this week is flying by. Thank God. <laughs> I know. I really want the weekend. I know, because last weekend, you and I were super busy. We I were. I barely slept last weekend. What about you? I didn't either. Yeah, I was no. so busy. So Lauren and I kicked off our weekend going to Kaylin's Podhead Hair Care Launch. Yes. And Lauren, we saw so many people that we've seen on the show, and it was so fun to see them in real life. Yes. We got to see Becky Hayter. Yeah, her BFF Becky. We saw her friend Kristen. Yeah, um, her friend Mark. Mark! Yeah, yes, we looked, always see him on Instagram. I know, we always see him on Instagram. So it was nice to see like all of her friends kind of there. And we also saw one more very interesting person. Oh, we did. And that brings us into this week's Teen Mom Truth or Tale. Are Kale and Chris back together? As we know, she is head over heels for baby daddy number three, Chris Lopez. They've had a rocky relationship in the past. And Lauren and I can confirm that he was at the party looking good. He did. He looked very good. He looked adorable. He was wearing like this maroon sweater. And he had like a button down collared shirt underneath. Yeah. Very fashionable. Very express. Yeah, exactly. No, he looked really, really great. And it was nice to see him there. It was because Lauren and I had gotten drinks beforehand. Yeah. And Lauren was like, do you think Chris is going? And I was like, no, definitely not. Yeah. So it was nice to see, you know, despite what they have been going mm-hmm. through within weeks and since welcoming their son together, their relationship, that he was there to support her. Exactly. And I mean, just looking at their interaction at the party, I definitely think that they're back together. Yeah. Because there was one point when Kale ran up to him and hugged him, and she hugged him for the longest time. Yeah. Like, it was at least, like, two minutes. Yeah. And they took red carpet photos together. He had his arm around her. Just their body language, it seemed like they were back together. And even the photo, my heart melted, the photo when he was looking at her. Yeah. I was like, okay, that is the look of love. Like, they are so cute. So it was nice to see them on great terms because— Even if they are quote unquote friends. Yeah. It's nice to see, you know, the co parenting relationship great. I just think that, like, we've, okay, let's use her and Javi at the marriage boot camp party. Okay. I think that you can definitely see, because we saw them at that party. I think you can see the difference between the two, like her interactions. Yeah. And I definitely think her and Chris are more than friends. They may not be official. Yeah. But I definitely think that there's something going on. I think because of their past and everything they've been through, that. Maybe they're taking it slow. Treading lightly. Yeah, they're around. like, yeah. let's not jump into it. Because as we saw on the show, she was like, we're not together. And then they were back together. And then they weren't together. We had sources say it all the sources time. Sources told you. Yeah, that, like, sources would tell me all the time that they're back on, they're back off. Yeah. So I think now 
this is from just my theory yeah, on relationships. Yeah, all our opinions. Yeah. Because we have no idea. <laughs> yeah. I just think, you know, she's probably like, let's take it slow. Yeah. Let's not jump into anything. Because she has three kids. She has a business. She has a show. Like, she has so much on her plate. So I'm sure, like, she just wants to, you know, calm and steady, I guess. Yeah. Slow and steady wins the race. That's what I'm looking for. Exactly. And hopefully at the end of this, she will win Chris's heart. I know because yeah. we have seen her cry. I think it was a special. I don't like quite a few times. Yeah, but it was a more recent special, like all their truths, like mm-hmm, revealed mm-hmm. or whatever, like behind the scenes. It was something like that. And she cried yeah. about him. And I'm pretty sure she wrote on her blog that it's a different type of love. She did. She was like, Chris was the first love of my life. And I know that sounds weird because I've been married before yeah. and I have two other baby daddies. But she said that it was different. Like, she was in love with Chris. And when they broke up, it was, like, genuine heartbreak. Yeah. Even before this season, did we even really see—or this previous season when she was pregnant with Lux? Mm-hmm. Or maybe two seasons ago? Oh, God, I can't even keep track. There's so yeah. many. Have we ever seen her cry? I think Kale was always the type that didn't really have emotion. Yeah. Because I kind of remember when her and Javi would fight. Like, she would yell and scream, but yeah. Javi would be the one crying. Yeah. Kale was always very, like, stone-faced. And she always said that, you know, I have a cold heart. I'm heartless. Yeah, I don't have feelings. Yeah. I Chris feel... brought that out in her. I was just going to say that. I feel like Chris yeah. brought this emotional Kale out because she just cried all the time to her friends. Yeah. Like, in the car, when she was on the phone, in person. She just cried a lot. And then on the special, she talked about it. And she was like, we, at the time of filming, I'm not sure when it was filmed, she was like, we haven't spoken in eight months and I'm still madly in love with him. We've all been there, Kale. I know. We've all been there. But so hopefully, unlike me, hopefully for her, it'll all work out. (laughs) You know, and then they'll be able to be together because... Obviously, Kale's in love with him. So, and she looked really, really happy. They both she did. Looked, I've I've seen her plenty of times, and I've never seen her look that happy. Yeah. Um, and we can also exclusively reveal that MTV cameras were filming the entire thing. Yeah. And it really seems like Chris may be on the upcoming season. As we know, they usually blur his face out. But there's a good chance that he actually may be in it. I mean, MTV was everywhere. We yeah. might even be in it. I know. Look out for us, Look guys. Look out for us, guys. Wait, seriously. <laughs> I have a black sweater on. <laughs> I had a black jacket on. Yeah. We were definitely dancing a lot. We were dancing because it was great music. So it we was were, such good music. Yeah. So we're not like crazy dancing. No, we, were we weren't like, like going crazy. We yeah. were like moving our bodies. Slowly. Yeah. <laughs> Just like doing like mom dance moves. Like and we hanging had, out. We had some drinks in our hands. Yeah. So. so if you see us, I have short brown hair. It was curled. I have, um, my hair was straight. Medium. It's like medium. I had dark lipstick on. Yes. (laughs) Kylie, I think. No, I, what did I have? I had bite. Oh, okay. Bite. Yeah. So. Oh, I had, my lips are plump, guys. Yeah. yeah. She was a lip plumper beforehand. I used lip plump. Yeah. So. So so the girl with the big lips, that's Teresa. Yeah. Just look out for us. (laughs) We might be there. Yes. Along with Chris. So we'll see what happens. Fingers crossed that, you know, Kale and her true love. We'll end up together because I'm a fan of them. I know a lot of people aren't, but I am. So way to go, Kale and Kale's friends and team and whoever picks it out. Looking fabulous, yeah, and mom. Ev- and everyone, try out Pothead. It's actually really good. We, yeah. we wouldn't promote it if we didn't think it was good. Yeah, so. Pothead, hair care. You find it on probably her social yeah. media, our stories, or just the site in general. Definitely yeah. check it out. Let's go into this week's Teen Mom Top 3. Once again, there is trouble on the land. The land. (sighs) Okay. So, it's it's a lot. So, let me get ready. So, Janelle unfollowed David last week on social media. 
He retaliated this weekend by unfollowing her on Instagram. Oh, snap. She then changed her relationship status on Facebook to separated, and she made her Facebook private so only friends can see it. But thankfully, not so loyal friends (laughs) of Janelle's, screenshotted it and posted it, and Lauren and I saw. Yes. Um, When when we saw it, we were kind of like, wait, huh? Because— yes. like well, we, we thought used, it was photoshopped at first. Yes. And that like the night we saw it kind of like go around on social media, we're like, wait a sec, huh? Like, is this photoshopped? But then Janelle confirms it yes. by writing on her Facebook story. I can't believe that my follower, I'm going to unfriend all of you because yeah. you're all taking screenshots. Janelle, people thought it was photoshopped. You should have said nothing. <laughs> you should have said nothing because God. that just confirmed it for us that it was legit. Yeah. That, it, you know, it was a real photo and... So you list your relationship status as separated. Obviously, that means you're You're separated. separated. Anyway, then the next day, she goes on Instagram story and says that it's all rumors. Don't believe what you see. That's Janelle's posting. Um, Couples go through fights. As we know, this all comes after she accused him of domestic abuse and that really scary 911 call. She later denied those claims. Um, So, yeah. She just posted photos of them together yesterday, I think. Yeah. Looking all happy. They were tree shopping or something. I just think, you know, we discuss Janelle's maturity level a lot. Um, We were saying, we think they probably had a fight. Yeah. I think. So let's start with Teresa's theory fight. She thinks they're fighting over the beard. (laughs) Yes. Okay. So I think that they're fighting over his hideous beard. Hideous. And I think Janelle is the type of person that's she's very like spur of the moment. Yes. So they're getting into a fight and then she's like, Oh, okay, well, you know what? We're over. I'm putting separated. I'm unfollowing you. Yeah. F you. Goodbye. Very mature. Yeah. That's what I think she does. And then she cools down. He cools down. A day later, they're perfectly fine. In they, the she shed. In the she shed. She thinks nothing happens and then everything goes back to normal. Yeah. I don't think they're ever gonna divorce anytime no. soon, at least, because I feel like she's so in. Yes. That I don't think she will actually leave him. She's scared to leave the house without him. Exactly. She would be so scared to get a lawyer and take the kids and then have to deal with Ensley and that whole situation. She would be too scared. So I don't see them divorcing anytime soon either. Do they separate? Yes. Yeah. I think, you know, they're... They probably don't speak for a while. Mm-hmm. I mean, do you remember that scene when they got into a huge fight? What was the producer with the blonde curly Carthy? hair? No. No, that's... Um, oh, my God. I can't believe her I, her name. I don't remember her name. Her producer, you know, they kicked cameras out and they're like, we're done filming. And then the next day when Janelle was holding little, little yeah. Ensley, yep. and they're like, what were you guys fighting about? And David's like with his eyes like coming out of his head. He's like, we weren't fighting about anything. Yeah. Like, what are you guys talking about? We weren't fighting. Yeah. And the producers are like... No, we got you on camera. You were hooked up to a mic. You were screaming at the top of your lungs. And Janelle's like staring into space. And I was like, she we is. Were fine. Yeah. <laughs> Everything's fine on the land. And it's like, no, it's not fine. I think they possibly fight over Team Mom 2 and filming since David's no longer allowed to film. I think, you know, since David is so controlling, Janelle was probably put in a really difficult place. Now, again, this is all our opinions and thoughts. I think she was put in a really difficult place. Like, my husband was fired from my job, but now I have to continue my job. Like, how am I supposed to film? Who am I supposed to film with? Like, how am I supposed to go about life? Because your life is taken over by cameras. You're sharing everything. But now you can't share your husband. So it's like that stress. Barbara is back in their lives. So that stress. So I think they probably fight over 
MTV. I think it's the beard. I think it doesn't look good. <laughs> it looks hideous, and he needs to shave it. I mean, he never looked good to begin with. No, I thought that David was actually good looking in like season when he came season one. The Tinder photo in the mirror where he has like the blue sweater on and his hair is like to the side. Oh, that looked good. Yeah, he really didn't do anything for me. But <laughs> yeah, I mean, listen, like I wouldn't date him. Yeah. But okay. He, yeah. No. But there were times where he looked like handsome. Okay. Yeah. You're yeah. like okay. Like yeah. Not bad. But I don't know what's going on now. Now it's, he's hit rock bottom. But I guess we'll just, you know, keep up with Chanel. Every other day it's something different. Yeah. So who knows what we'll bring tomorrow. So let's get into the second biggest story of the week, Dakota. Team OG newbie Dakota Meyer, who is also known as Bristol Palin's ex-husband, kind of had... A freak out moment on Twitter. You know, he just joined this season, but he is not happy with MTV editing. So he took to Instagram, uh, sorry, he took to Twitter and he was saying, you know, MTV, Team Amoji, it's trailer trash. They're not showing the true meaning of single parenthood and co-parenting and all of that. And he just freaked out. And we were discussing this before, like what he possibly could be mad over. Mm-hmm. And we thought maybe the whole conversation that Bristol had with Trip. Yeah, that's what I think it was. Yeah. Because he was saying to his friend when they were out, he was like, Trip was my first child. Like, I love him to death. And I truly, genuinely think that he meant he that. He coached his football team. Yeah, he was his dad. And I looked at photos and they were always seemed so happy together. I know. And Trip seemed to really adore him. So I think, you know, seeing Bristol, I don't know. I got a really weird vibe when Bristol was, like, talking to Tripp about it. And she was like, so you don't want me to do So, like, I felt like she was, like, forcing it. Like, it wasn't, like, I've, you know, she just was giving a nine-year-old an option. I have to agree with Dakota on this one because he's right. He has no rights to Tripp. He only has rights to their two daughters and, I mean, him and Bristol are at each other's throats. Literally. It's not like they're amicable where he can be like, hey, like, can I pick up Trip for a few hours? Can I call Trip? Like, he's just trying to get off a phone. It's hard enough for him to co-parent with their two kids. Imagine throwing Trip into the mix. Yeah. He doesn't know what Bristol's telling him. He knows Trip was aware of all the fighting. Yeah. Um. So I think that Bristol really should have been the one to be like, listen, Dakota, if you want a relationship with Trip, like, I can ask him. Yeah. And then she can go to trip. Exactly. Yeah, and go to trip and be like, listen, I spoke to Dakota. He wants a relationship with you. Would you be open to it? It was too much pressure to put on him. Totally agree with that. I think she should have had that conversation with Dakota because he's nine. Like, she should look at how Kale treated the split with Javi. Javi was, you know, a second dad to Isaac. And Kale was so supportive of Javi taking Isaac on vacation still mm-hmm. and going over and sleeping over and still being in his life. Yeah. I think Bristol should have had that conversation with Dakota first and then discuss it. Be like, hey, Trip, you know, I think moving forward, we're going to do this. We're going to do that. Not just like, I don't know. I felt like she put so much pressure on him. First, she was like, you need to like run and chase the ball on the soccer field. Yeah. By the way, do you want a relationship with Dakota? I was like, huh? Like I'm, as a nine-year-old, he was like staring out the window. I was like, I would be confused too, man. Like, I would yeah. be like what mom? Like this, this came at me fast. Like it was just, I don't know. I think she went about it wrong. So that is possibly what Dakota freaked out over. I think it was. However... Do I think it's too soon for Dakota to be blasting his new job? Yeah. The thing is, Dakota never wanted to be on the show. He yeah. even said the only reason he's filming 
is because he wanted to have 50-50 custody of his daughters. Yeah. It appears Bristol probably had full. He had them every other weekend. I'm sure any dad would have done this deal just to get his kids. Yeah. So it kind of feels like he was forced into it. So I completely understand why he's kind of trashing the show. I don't think he honestly cares if he's on it or not. Yeah. As long as he sees his kids. Yeah, that is very true. I just, I'm like, the show is definitely providing him good money. His, you know, two adorable daughters, a great future. They're earning money, too. So no matter what, you know, they're making out well. However, it's just, I was like, you can, you know, call someone and have this conversation. Like, do you need to put it on Twitter? It was just like tweets. He was like, oh, this is trailer trash. Like, MTV's not editing right. I was like, talk to your producer. Like, I guess they kind of made him seem a little... Did they make him seem bad? I didn't think so at all. I think... This past episode kind of made him look better. I'm, I mean, we are always like, are we Team Dakota? Are we Team Bristol? Yeah, we, we flip on and off. Literally every other week we flip on and off. So it's like this week I was Team Dakota. I was too. And yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like I was Team like their relationship. Yeah. So it's, it's very tricky. I just, I think it's a little too soon for Dakota to be calling the show trailer trash. I agree. I think maybe wait for season two. <laughs> wait for season two, yeah. yeah. I mean, I hope that like... After he saw that, maybe now he'll reach out to Trip. Yeah. Hopefully. hopefully maybe this episode actually helped as opposed to doing more harm. Yeah. I mean, I guess we'll see. But, I mean, I hope Dakota's on another season. I kind of like the addition. But you know what? The part where – I'm just thinking about it now. But the part where Bristol was talking to her friend at the end and was like, you know Dakota. If Dakota wants something, he'll get it. Yeah. She just, like – I really do feel like she was slamming him. Yeah. Just making him seem – it seemed like he just didn't want anything to do with trips. Maybe it was that little piece that really, like, set him off. Yeah. I mean – I guess we'll see what happens on the show. I mean, how many weeks are we in? We're in like two months, maybe? Uh, I don't know. I hope it's over soon. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I kind of want Team Mom 2 drama to come back. Me too. I like Team Mom 2 better. I know. More drama. But yeah. as always, we'll and we're keep gonna be on it, so I want to see us. Exactly. But we'll see what happens with OG. You know, maybe Dakota and Bristol will get along for an episode or something. But we'll see. Yeah, we'll see. Let's go into the third story this week. We finally saw the first photo of Ryan Edwards after rehab, and he was holding a bottle. <laughs> but, <Teresa>. if, <laughs> but if you read the rest of Radar Story, you will find out that it is a baby bottle. Yes. So Mackenzie did a really long Q&A. Really she answered long. so many questions. Um, long story short, she basically said how Ryan has been a really great help. He didn't let go of his son when he first saw him. They're doing better than ever. Yeah. And the photo she posted, I mean, Ryan looks really good. He did. He looked alert. He looked healthy. He didn't look skinny. He had a good haircut. He had a great haircut. You didn't. The grays were gone, thank God. Oh, really? I think it was just the lighting. No, I know. But remember the mugshot photo? His hair oh. was like, because like when your hair is longer, you see the grays more. He yeah. had like a nice haircut, so you yeah. didn't see the grays as much. Yeah, that's true. No, he really did. He looked great. He looked really good. She wrote, I love this man. Yeah, I mean, do I think it's a front? Probably, because Mackenzie always, you know, she'll say he's amazing and, then, and he's in rehab. And, so, or he's arrested the next day. <laughs> right. So do I believe it? No. But it was nice to see photo evidence of Ryan looking good. Yeah. And with the baby, too. And, you know, we saw him with Bentley. He wasn't really there for Bentley and Macy. We've never <laughs> seen Ryan feed Bentley with a bottle. Exactly. So it's kind of nice to see this different type of Ryan. I mean, people always say there's a different Ryan that we don't know of. 
So it was kind of nice to see him as a dad, even though we didn't get to see the baby. We kind of saw him like with a newborn in a way. Yeah. And I feel like he's gotten so much crap in the past for not being there for Bentley. I mean, he was always there for Bentley, but a lot of it was forced by his parents. Yes. So it's finally nice to see, you know, he has a second chance now to be the dad that he wasn't because he was too young. Exactly. And Bentley's... Yeah, he was a lot of things. But and now Bentley's 10. So now Bentley's kind of understanding it. He could, I guess, kind of explain to him kind of what happened and, you know, why he made certain choices and why he wasn't around. So he kind of has a chance now to start over with both of them. Bentley, Mm -hmm. because he's old enough to understand and have these conversations with. Mm And Macy has kept him up to date as well as Jen and Larry. And now he has this new chance with a new baby and a wife. So Ryan can truly turn over a new leaf. He completed 90 days. He's back home. So we could be seeing a new Ryan Edwards. Mackenzie also said something really nice. Someone had asked her, you know, why do you stay with him? I mean, he relapsed a bunch of times. Doesn't really treat you too good, as we see on the show. And she was basically like, you know, if something breaks the first time, do you throw it away? No, you fix it. She's like... You don't give up on someone. And I thought that was really nice. And I think it's great that he has a support system right now. And yeah. I think the question is always, will he stay sober? I genuinely think he will this time. I do too. He I has think... a good wife. He has a, a new son. Yeah, exactly. He has a lot of reasons. And, you know, if with Bentley and his parents, like now that I think people are more aware of his issues, I think they could have more open communication because, you know, Macy was kind of, I mean, she knew, but nothing was ever really confronted with Ryan that we know of at least. So I think now that his parents are fully aware of an issue, Mackenzie is, everyone is, they could kind of just come together and really support him Mm -hmm. and just like really be there for him and, you know, watch him, make sure, because I think Jen has said it before, you know, we always look out for triggers with him, you know, we're just trying to help. So the more people that know, the better. So I think, yeah, I think this time, you know, could be the one. And hopefully, you know, 90 days is amazing. I'm so glad that he completed the 90 days, better than 21 days. But it's he still has a long road ahead of him. I hope he continues to go to meetings and doing outpatient. Yeah, because the last reunion that he was on, Dr. Drew. He wasn't, right? No, Dr. Drew was asking him. So this was filmed last, I guess, early last year because Mackenzie was pregnant during the reunion. I'm pretty sure they announced it then. Yeah. Even though it was like leaked on a special like sneak peek or something. And Dr. Drew was asking. He was like, you know, you had a heroin addiction for years and years. You go to rehab for 21 days and you leave because you pass class. And then you're not seeking help afterwards. I'm not an expert on any of this, but I'm just saying like what Dr. Drew said. He was like, you know, aren't are you speaking to anyone? Like, do you go to classes? And he was like, no. No, I feel like he didn't care. Like he but then didn't. Jen was like, no, he is. Yeah, Jen's like, like, wait, no. And it's like, girl, no, it's coming he, from Ryan's yeah, mouth. Yeah. Like, So I think, you know, I kind of wish Ryan was at the reunion taping. We Mackenzie went. But she said she didn't film. Yeah. She's like, I had to go, but I didn't film. Yeah. So why'd so, you have to go? I think she was, I think it's going to be like the behind the scenes camera again. Like, we'll just see her on the couch, like, mm-hmm. reacting to everything. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, she also said she wasn't filming for this season and she's been on it twice. Maybe three times? Yeah, so I don't believe her. Yeah, so I, I guess we'll her. see. Um, but we're really happy for them. We're happy yes. for Ryan. We Hopefully are. we get to see the baby. Hopefully Ryan doesn't have to break another rehab story. I know. So, you know, we're 
Rooting for you. Positivity. Positive vibes for you. All right, everyone. We have a very, very special guest today. Lindsay, who is a former 16 and Pregnant star. She was on season four. So we're going to chat with her about life after 16 and Pregnant, what she's up to now, her babies, her amazing husband. So let's get into that. Hello. Hi, Lindsay. Hello. How are y'all? Good. Good. It's Lauren and Teresa. Aw, I'm excited <laughs> to be talking with you both. <laughs> oh, my God. Thank you for jumping on with us so early. What time is it there? 10? Yeah, it's 10. We're just an hour behind. Yeah, and I'm sure with, like, all the kitties and stuff. So thank you so much for taking time out of your day to talk with us. You're probably up all night, right, <laughs> with the twins? No, actually, <laughs> they sleep all night. Oh, my. Oh, my God, lucky. They go to bed at 5. 5? They go to bed at 5 p.m., and they wake up at um, 6.30. Stop. How old are they now? They're a year. It took a lot of training. Like, I, they didn't just do that. Yeah. I had yeah. to work with them. <laughs> That's amazing, That's though. That's so great. I wish I could go to bed at 5. <laughs> wake up at 6. Right? That's like the dream. Yeah. Oh, my God. That's awesome. So, let's get started. So, a lot of fans are now kind of being introduced to you. You're, you know, coming back into the spotlight, which I think is great. So fans originally met you on 16 and Pregnant, season four, when you had your daughter. Yes. So what was your 16 and Pregnant experience like? Oh, my goodness. That was so long ago. Throwback. Um, <laughs> it was. Yeah, really. <laughs> you know, looking back now, I... I'm just shocked that, you know, that my mom even allowed me to do the show. Yeah. I um, I put up with a lot of things that I shouldn't have. Um, man, I just look back and I just, there's a lot of things I wish I would have done differently. Yeah. Um, I wish I never would have taken back um, a nice biological dad, even the littlest bit. I wish mm-hmm. I would have just never went back to him after he told me that he wanted me to get an abortion. Oh my God. Wow. Um, I mean, there, there was just so much that I, I just laugh at it now. Like, wow. <laughs> yeah. To be young. Again. <laughs> it taught me a lot. I mean, it made me who I am today, but I mean, it just, it was a lot. Has your baby daddy reached out to your daughter at all? Because I know that your husband actually adopted her. So has your baby daddy ever tried? Well, when I told him that I was uh, moving to Texas Mm -hmm. uh, with Anaya, he said, okay. And um, I called him before we moved so he could say bye to her. And I even went to his house and we waited for a little bit. And he knew, you know, the time we were going to leave. He never showed up. um, And we actually, we didn't hear from him for three months until we moved here. And it was about a 30-second phone call. He called on Anaya's birthday to tell her happy birthday, and she didn't even really remember him anymore because, I mean, she was only two. And so, I mean, you go four months without seeing someone at two years old, you don't really know who they are. And um, she didn't, I mean, want to talk. She was a two-year-old, and so she just dropped the phone, and I had nothing to say to him. So, I mean, conversation over. And then we never heard from him again. Now, she's um, she's seven years old. Does she ever talk about him now, now that she's a little bit older? 
So now, um, I mean, she has no recollection of our life in Nevada at all. Yeah. Um, I mean, as far as she's concerned, my husband is her dad. Um, and I think the only thing that is kind of becoming a little confusing is we still keep in contact with her grandpa and grandma from that side. Okay. And so I think that she's starting to wonder like, well, how are they my grandma and grandpa if they're not your mom and dad or my husband's mom and dad? Um, so, I mean, that's kind of starting, but I mean, she doesn't talk about him. She doesn't, I mean, she doesn't know. Yeah. Now you definitely went through a lot, but a lot has happened like recently off camera. You got married so, how did you meet yes. your husband? Crazy story. So, Ooh, I love a good um, love story. <laughs> <laughs> so, he used to, like, love NASCAR, and there was a rain delay. So, the race that he was wanting to watch um, got postponed, so he was flipping through channels. And what do you know? I come across the channel. Mm-hmm. And... <laughs> He pauses it for a second, and he was like, oh, she's pretty. And so he just decided randomly to look me up on Facebook, and I got a friend request from him, and I was like, oh, he's cute. Oh, my God. I love it. Yeah. (laughs) I accepted his friend request, and we started talking, and from the moment we started talking, we never stopped. And then he um, would fly to see me. I know. And then I would fly to see him. And eventually we just got tired of the long distance. Yeah. Wow. So he moved to Texas with you. No, he's from Texas. Yeah. That's where he lives. That's why I'm here. So you moved moved from Nevada to be with him. Yes. And he works for the railroad. So I couldn't just, like, expect him to quit his job. You know, I worked as, like— a receptionist and you know he had a career so it didn't make sense to you know him move so that was quite the story and adventure we went on (laughs) (laughs) oh my god that's so cute social media it's you know it created so many relationships like fire and amber portwood (laughs) yeah like so many people like now before him did uh, you know did other guys like slide into your dms and friend request you before yeah, I mean, I think every girl experiences yeah. you know, the guys that just... <laughs> but you can always tell when they're after something else. Exactly, yeah. Versus truly trying to pursue you for the right reasons. Yeah. Oh and, I mean, there was just something about him. Yeah. Um, it was actually on a Mother's Day when he reached out to me. And it was a really rough Mother's Day. Um, Forrest never said happy mother's day it was just i just felt like i i didn't matter or mean anything as a mother of his daughter yeah and it was that day when tj wrote me happy mother's day and i was like no one had said that all day so that was kind of like the little yeah yeah (laughs) oh my god so So, yeah how did your daughter react to him being more involved in her life how old was she when you guys first got together she was only two. Oh wow! Oh wow! Yeah, so, so she really she is. Was all she really, knows. really little. Yeah, yeah. She doesn't. I mean, she doesn't know any different at all. Um, I mean, I kind of feel like 
God knew what he was doing all along because mm-hmm. yes. they look alike, they act alike, they have the same personality. Um, yeah, it, it's like it, this was just how it was meant to be. Yeah, a lot of and people actually say that. Yeah, a lot of people I see in like comments are like, they look so much alike. Like, you know, he was meant to be in your life as well as hers. Yeah, it's it's so bizarre, but I mean, it's amazing. And I'm just happy that she has that good father figure in her life that she deserves and needs. Yeah. Now, how did he step into the dad role? Was he like ready to take it on like dirty diapers and all? Well... Well, thankfully, she was potty trained. So there we so, go. <laughs> you <have to> that. <laughs> but I mean, there was the first couple months I know were rough and he didn't mm-hmm. really want to say it. Um, but I mean, he went from, you know, he was a 24 year old bachelor dude. Yeah. To all of a sudden, literally overnight, becoming a family man and a dad. So. I know it was definitely an adjustment, but he adjusted much faster than I would have expected him to. And I mean, he just, he loves her and he had a really rough childhood. Mm -hmm. And so I think that he just, he loves being able to be the dad that he never had for himself. Yeah. And it was good practice because then you guys welcomed two adorable children. Can you tell us a little bit about Paisley and Jackson? Yes, so we um, we gave, or I gave birth, not we. <laughs> we do all I the work. <laughs> yeah, I did all the work. Uh, yeah, exactly. Um, last year <laughs> in October, and I had them at 29 weeks. Mm-hmm. And so, I mean, that was really, really rough. From the moment we had them, um, I mean, the whole experience was just very abnormal. There was about 25 people in the delivery room, two different NICU teams set up. They had to prep me as if I was having a C-section because of, you know, the likelihood that I would need one or if there was complications after I had one baby. And so it was just, it was probably the scariest experience of my life because she took out one baby and then he just got whisked off. You don't hear him cry or anything. Aww. So you're scared. But I'm strapped down to the bed as if I'm having a C-section. So I can't move to even see him. And then I just heard, you know, he's not breathing. They couldn't get the incubator down him. And it was just, it was very overwhelming. Wow. But, I mean, now after a very, very long mm-hmm. and stressful NICU experience that we all went through. They're both healthy and home and they're thriving. Paisley, I mean, she still has a little bit of issues that we're dealing with. She's a little behind, but um, I mean, that's to be expected after, you know, she had staph infection in the NICU. Mm -hmm. So she was just laying in the bed trying, you know, just to stay alive. So she couldn't grow like her brother could. Yeah. And so she's not walking yet. And I mean, she's probably, she's a solid month behind where okay. she should be. Yeah. Um, so we have therapy twice a week. Uh, but I mean, she'll get there. And yeah. It's, I mean, it's to be expected. She couldn't do anything for a long time. Mm. So. Yeah. But making and I mean, so much just progress. just to have them home. Yeah. Yeah. How, yeah. how long so, were they in the NICU for before you brought them home? 
So I got to bring Jackson home um, right before Christmas last year. So I had him October 25th. So October 25th until like two days before Christmas is when Jackson came home. Mm -hmm. And then Paisley had a much longer stay. We didn't get to bring her home um, until February. And then, um, I mean, even once we brought her home, she wasn't really home. We had to go. um, I mean, there was tons of hospital stays back to Houston, to Dallas, to the Lubbock NICU. Um, I mean, it, she hasn't, she's probably been gone from the hospital without any actual hospital stays for only about three months. Oh, wow. That's, you know, baby steps day by day making such great progress. Yes. And she has one more surgery and then hopefully we're all done with surgeries and blood transfusions and all of that. Yeah. But it's, you know, it's great to hear that they're doing so well. They've made so much progress, you know. When you first started sharing this last year, I mean, all of us in our office were like, oh, my God, like, this is horrible. You know, yeah, we're reading your updates every day. And yeah. We were praying for you guys. Yeah, it was, you know. Thank you. We saw all the messages that you guys mm-hmm. were getting, like comments and stuff. So it was definitely like a heartbreaking time. But to see them doing so well now is just incredible yeah. to hear. Yeah, I, I mean, I believe it was the power of the prayer. Yeah, um, yeah They gave Paisley less than a, a 1% chance at survival oh my um, God. when she was on day six of staph infection. And so the fact that she's here, um, I mean, it's, yeah. it means everything to me. Yeah. Yes. And she taught me so much. Like <laughs> I feel like, you know, the light and the all the positive, I guess, there wasn't very many positive things that came out of that, but the few that there were was that she just made all of us a better person. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we learned that life is precious. And I know yeah, that yeah. kind of sounds cliche, but it is. It's, you know, you never know. No, yes, yeah, true. It's. Have you ever spoken to Mackenzie McKee from Team Mom 3? Yeah, we're good friends. Oh, my oh, God. Okay. She's like, it's the same thing. Like, whenever we talk to her, she's also one of our favorites here. Whenever we talk to her, Teresa and I are always like, we take like five minutes. We're like, oh, my God, that was beautiful. Like, everything going on with her mom. It's, yeah. Like, we always cry. Yeah. And we're like, you know, these are such valuable life lessons, mm-hmm. like, to see from other people. We're like, life yeah. is so precious. And we could really kind of just keep learning yeah. from each other and each other's exactly. stories to kind of just be nicer and yeah. to appreciate the little things. Yeah. Yeah, and that's something that I learned is, you know, not to judge someone and just to be kind. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. to just truly be kind to other people. You have no idea what someone is going through. Oh. You know, they might have the happiest smile on their face, but mm-hmm. inside, you know, their heart could be breaking because, you know, like Mackenzie, what her mom's going yeah. through and yeah. what Paisley was going through, and you just, you never know. Yeah, definitely. It's, you know... But in, so when did you start, because I know you named your boutique Paisley Ann after her. Yes. So when did you start that yes. idea? Were you working on it when you were pregnant, afterwards? No. So I, it was actually came about um, right after she got out of the NICU. Mm-hmm. And, oh, it makes me want to cry. <laughs> uh-huh. Like when she got home, everything just kind of hit me. Like, yeah. I guess when they were in the NICU, I was kind of in like 
survival mode. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like my body just, I wasn't really experiencing much emotion and I was just bottling everything up. And so once I finally had them home, everything that I went through kind of just coming to light and it, yeah. it felt real. I was finally feeling the emotions of everything. Yeah. And I just realized um, I wasn't really happy, and I I think that I started to go through a really, really bad, like, episode of, like, postpartum depression mm-hmm. or PTSD is what my doctor yeah. was telling me. Yeah. Just, like, I can't even go back into that hospital. It just, it just does something to me. Yeah. And I realized, like, I don't, you know, I, I had to find an outlet, and I didn't want to just keep everything bottled up anymore. And I just knew that I had to do something in honor of her. And I was laying in bed one night and I just kind of broke down to my husband and I just, you know, told him how I just, I didn't feel like myself and I wasn't happy. And he knew that he just really didn't really, I guess, want to talk about it. We all were just kind of burying everything we just went through. Yeah. And he was like, you know what you should do? And he actually told me because he knew that, you know, starting a boutique was something I'd always wanted to do. I just mm-hmm. never really believed in myself to do it. And he was like, if our little girl up there could survive, you know, a zero chance of zero chance of survival, he said, you can do it. And it was kind of funny. I love Joanna Gaines, and there was a video oh, on my <laughs> Love her. She's my mom. Like calls her. She's like, "That's my sister." I'm like, "No, it's not." <laughs> like, love her. Yeah, I love her. And there was a video about her just kind of, you know, taking some time, and she went out in a field and talked to God, and was just like, pretty much asking for help and advice, and she just kind of felt lost at that time. And it just hit me because I felt, I mean, just like that, but way worse. And I remember I was just in the shower one day and it was after that, I heard that video and I just sat there sobbing, just asking for like, you know, something to, you know, bring me back to my happy self. Mm -hmm. And it just, everything just kind of came to light and I just went and I held Paisley and I was like, I'm going to do this. For oh you, in honor yeah. of you, and I hope one day you want to work here with me. <laughs> Lorna, cry so, That's kind of the story. <laughs> that's so beautiful. And Lauren and I are obsessed with the clothes. Yeah. We were looking at the Instagram before, and we were like, oh my god, we want this, we want this. Yeah, and it's like, you're the cutest, and everything looks yeah. so perfect on you. Perfect on you. Like, I'm like, oh my god, this oh, looks perfect on her. You. Like, it's, you know, it's I, it really beautiful. I, mean, I just wanted to Thank you. And I just wanted to build a brand in a boutique, something that I haven't seen before. Yeah. You know, you see other boutiques and, you know, they have super cute clothes, but I just wanted to give my followers something unique, something with meaning. And I care so much about Paisley and Boutique. And I feel like, you know, everyone can see that and they feel that. And I just want to treat every customer like they matter because they do matter. And, you know, being able to read the reviews 
about my fast shipping and the customer service. And that to me is what Paisley and Boutique is all about. Like I just want to give everyone the best shopping experience that they can find that they're not going to be able to get at a big box store. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's true. Like smaller boutiques, like you could just get a better relationship with people. It's like more personal. Customer service is a lot better. Yeah. It's, you know, so are you the only one behind it or do you have like, you know, someone to help you? So at the moment it is all me. I mean, my husband, he helps me. He like runs to the post office and everything, but I, yeah, but I wasn't um, expecting it to, I guess, take off as fast as it did. Yeah. And so I've been working a minimum of nine hours a day. That's like minimum. That's Mm -hmm. like on a Saturday when we still have like family stuff going on. Yeah. But I typically work 12 hours a day and it's just nonstop Mm -hmm. and I love it. But I feel like I'm, I'm ready to bring on someone else. So I'm starting to, you know, try to find someone that I can trust and that will, you know, be just as passionate about it as mm-hmm. me. So I'm I'm wanting to bring in, um, I don't know, someone to help with packaging and, you know, the inventory shopping. I just, I need some help because, I mean, it's nonstop. I can't keep working 12-hour days yeah. and raise three kids <laughs> and still be alive. Yeah, <laughs> it's amazing that, you know. Yeah, they're doing yeah. it right now. It's exactly. Crazy. Like, we work eight hours. I'm like, I'm so yeah, tired. we're dead after work. We <laughs> like, have to go home and sleep. Right? I have, like, a dog to take care of. And I'm I like, have nothing to take care of. <laughs> <laughs> I go home and I'm like, oh, God. You know, like, <laughs> it's exhausting. The one good thing, though, is we, everything, we have, everything at our house. And so we had a big game room and bless my husband. He let me take over his game room with the pool <laughs> table <guy>. and all. <laughs> I know. So that room is just full of racks and just all everything that we have, that room is full of. So it, it makes it nice because, you know, I missed out on so much time with the twins while they were in the NICU. Mm-hmm that I didn't want to have to just send them off to daycare. Yeah. Um, I just, I didn't, I don't know. I just not something I wanted to do. And so this allows me to work at home with them. Yeah. That's so like it's the, nice. I don't have to take them. Yeah. That's the best. Like yeah. you could spend time with them. You could be home still. You could kind of like be in your pajamas while you're working. <laughs> like that's a big win. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. And I can, I can work from my bed if I want to. Like I, I had strep throat last week and I was just yeah. literally working from my bed and I yeah. was like, this is nice. <laughs> I can get used to this. <laughs> Have you reached out to any other teen mom stars? Cause you know, you know, Kaylin Boltiera has a clothing line. Yeah. Emma Corwood had or has a clothing line. Have yeah. you reached out to any of them? Macy does. Oh, yeah, Macy does. Um, I mean, I haven't. I mean, I don't really talk to Caitlin or um, what's the other girl's name you said? Amber. Because you did the podcast. Amber, yeah. I've never. With Macy, right? Uh, Coffee Convos. Yeah. So yeah. I met yeah. Macy. Um, I just, I actually, I was going to reach out to her because. We have some really, really incredible ideas that we want to start and kind of, we don't want to just have them be ideas anymore. 
Yeah. I have a vision of where I want Paisian Boutique to go. And um, I was actually about to send Macy a message because I felt like, you know, she could help me with a few questions I have. But um, I didn't even know that Amber had a boutique. She did. She had clothes and makeup. Yes. Forever Haute. Forever Haute. Yes. Yeah. But then she was like going through oh, okay. like relationship stuff. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then Caitlin and Tyler have a children's line. Tierra Rain. Yes. Yeah. They're all so cute. Oh, cool. I didn't know that. Yeah. And you're a good friend with Kayla and Lari. I'm there for the twins. Yeah, you should. It's actually yeah, really cute stuff. I love yes. her. Yeah, and Kale has a lot of successful businesses, so I'm sure she's a great help as well. Yeah, did she give you any advice? Like, this is how to be a boss babe, like <laughs> mom and like business, yeah. like all this. Yeah, I feel like every time we're together, we both just, we talk about business a lot. Like, she asked me for things, I ask her for things, and I mean, I I love her, and it's so nice. She's like the first friend I've ever had that just, I feel like, gets me. Aww. I don't know if it's because, you know, she's on the show and she can relate to, you know, it's just a different connection. It's something that we went through that not very many other people have gone through. Yeah. And so we just have, we have a good bond. Yeah. She's also, and she's I, so successful with everything. Like, she's a great person. Yes. And I can't wait to see where Pothead Hair Care goes. Same. Lauren and I have tried I was it like, and we love Kill, it. just get... Yes, and I told her she was all nervous, and I said, Kale, get ready. You're going to do amazing. You're going to be so busy. Yeah, exactly. It's like taking sure five she's minutes. already busy with it. Yeah. Oh, my God, yeah. I was looking on social media. Everyone was like, this smells amazing. This like, And it does. I was like, I need to know what this perfume is in this bottle because yeah, I good. want it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, it smells amazing. So the cool thing about that is um, – the manufacturing place, or I don't know how to word it, but where she gets um, the lab, the lab yeah. that makes her product, they don't use any harsh chemicals. They don't actually even use a perfume because that has chemicals in it. Everything there is all natural. So that scent that you smell, that's from natural ingredients. Oh, my God. I thought that was neat. That is so yeah. cool. Yeah, so it's good yeah. for your hair, and then it smells amazing. I actually didn't use it today, and I feel like my yeah. hair is, like, <laughs> dry. Dry, yeah. yeah. Like, I need it. <laughs> I, need, I need the oil. I'm like, Kel, you we need, need the like, leave-in conditioner. Yeah, <laughs> I'm like, I should ask her. I'm like, Kel, I need an office supply, and then I have my at-home yeah. supply. <laughs> like, amazing. So yeah, it's truly amazing to see, like, how far sh- all of you have come. Yeah. I know. It makes me so happy. And something that I love is when I see women sticking together. Yeah. Because I feel like when women stick together, we can conquer the world. There's so many things that we can do and endless possibilities. But I feel like the moment women start being snaky and, you know, evil and jealous to each other, it has such a, it just turns into a disaster. And so when I see, you know, strong businesswomen and just people just standing up for one another, they go so far and I love it. Yeah, it truly, you know, as Beyonce says, girls run the world. Yeah, (laughs) they do. And it's crazy. They can also destroy it. Yeah, that's really true. So hopefully, you know, girls that are listening to this, please be nicer to each other and support each other because... 
We don't have time for any of that nonsense. (laughs) Like, we need to just, like, keep doing good things. (laughs) Like, it's... You know, it's so true. Hopefully, you know, eventually, day by day, women will start being nicer to each other. I agree. I think it all just takes with is one girl just making a difference each day. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It'll hopefully one day make it to where all the women are. <laughs> exactly. Now, you're kind of like, you know, you're in the team mom family. Do, do you like communicate with other ones? Because I feel like the OGs are friends, the twos are friends. Like, do you guys all like communicate and like catch up? Even not, you know, we know you're friends with Kale, but do you talk Maybe to any like, of the other moms? Yeah, in the 16 and pregnant world. Yeah, so um, I would say I'm friends with Mackenzie. I'm friends with um, Katie Yeager. Oh she my gosh, yeah. Katie's so cool. Yeah, she's so cool. I lo- She's very funny on Twitter. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I love her. And so we, I mean, those three are the ones that, um, those two and Kale are the three that I like really keep in touch with and Mm -hmm. talk to. Um, But I mean, I'm like friends on social media with, I mean, almost all of them. And so I kind of keep up with everyone. Yeah. Um, I wish that there was like a big reunion one day where we could all reunite. That would be amazing. MTV, if you're listening, <laughs> we love that idea. No, it's... I know. Hey. Got, yeah, right? <laughs> MTV, call us. No, it's like a nice sisterhood that yeah. you guys have formed. Yeah, and that's what I was saying with Kale is like, it's just a bond that, I mean, I don't know how many of us there's been, but I mean, it's not even a hundred, you know, and so mm-hmm. it's only a hundred women that, you know, we can have that same little connection bond with, with. yeah that just kind of know yeah yeah so we saw i think it was on kale snapchat did you film for team mom 2 this weekend as well so we were all there i mean it was i mean not really like filming like me necessarily mm-hmm. i was probably yeah. just like there yeah <laughs> just just but, hanging out yeah, we, yeah. <laughs> But yeah, I, uh, I mean, I'm probably not supposed to say much, but it was mostly following up on something that they're going to put um, in kale season. Okay. Okay. Awesome. So how so, how did it feel being back in front of a camera? Um, I mean, kind of just like, yeah. you know, it's funny. It's like riding a bike. <laughs> <laughs> that is you know, very true. <laughs> yeah, like... You're just like, oh, yeah. And then I remember when I very, very first started filming, I felt like you would never feel like the cameras weren't there. And then it's weird. Like now, like now I see it. Like sometimes you'd be like, why is that person doing that? And they know cameras are around. But you truly just forget, you know? Yeah. Like you don't even. I know it's so weird saying, and most people are probably like, what? How do you forget? But I promise you do. (laughs) How do you forget when there's a big camera standing in front of your face and like 15 people? People don't realize it takes a lot of people to film a reality show. I mean, we saw it at, you know, our event. There were so many people there. Yeah. So, I mean, even because I went to Dallas with Kale and they were filming too, um, like a month or so ago. And that was like the first time I had seen cameras since I had filmed. And I was like, whoa, there is so many people just <laughs> for this little thing, you know? Yeah. And there's probably like 10 people and it, you just don't think that, you know, when you're watching TV. 
Yeah, you think it's like one person mm-hmm. and that's it. Yeah. And it's like, no, it takes about like 20. Crew, yeah. <laughs> it's a sound yeah. with the cameraman, mm-hmm. the light people, yeah. security. It's it's crazy. Yeah, it's, you know, it's it was crazy to see. I was like, oh, my God, look at all these people. So has MTV, like with your story with the twins, you know, we saw Mackenzie do a special, like catching up. Has MTV ever wanted you to do a special? Because I mean, Teresa and I would definitely be totally happy with that. And we would love to see it. <laughs> Have they ever reached out to you? So, yeah, they. Um, there was a time when they reached out. I, I figured out the other girls they reached out to. But they reached out to, um, I know for sure, it was me, Mackenzie, and Brianna. Mm-hmm. But they ended up going with Brianna for adding her. Oh, my God. So you could have been uh, on Teen Mom, too? Yeah, I was one of the girls that they had reached out to, too. Oh, just wow. no one really knows that. Yeah, and no, I just, we didn't, I didn't really say anything. I mean, we love but, Mackenzie, um, but we would love you oh both God. to be on. I wish you were picked. <laughs> <laughs> I wish you and Mackenzie were picked. Yeah. <laughs> no shade, but... No so when, shade. When they called, I, I wasn't... I mean, this was... I mean, she's been on it now for a little while. So when yeah. they called, I, I mean, we weren't even pregnant I was working at a dentist office like my life was just so boring okay and so well, I mean, they're probably regretting that now them. yeah I mean they missed <laughs> out on the adoption on yeah, everything they went through with the yeah. twins and I think you know like now I I've never wished it but I wish that I would have been chosen for it yeah. just to give um awareness to not even just babies in the NICU but to parents that go through having children in the NICU, mm-hmm. no one talks about it. It's yeah. no one, you know, no one talks about it. And it is so hard. And so my goal is within the next few years, I would love to be able to just go and speak and share our story because it's just not something that people want to talk to. But I feel like once you actually bring up the conversation and you start talking, you just see floodgates open on people yeah. because it's these yeah. emotions that these parents just buried. And I just wish that there was, you know, some more awareness and more help for families that are going through situations like that. I mean, um, I wish there was more help mentally. Mm-hmm. There is zero resources. I feel like doctors don't really check up on you. Um, and then also I wish there was more help with insurance or benefits. Like we... Three million dollar NICU bill is what Paisley ran up. Wow! Oh my god! So gosh. it's yeah. So I mean, it's just it's a lot, and I just wish that I had that platform to be able to help other parents that were going through a similar situation. Well, fortunately, you have a lot of followers, so you're still able to get your story yeah. out there. You know. Yeah. Um. But, I mean, you never know. You could be on the show in the future because, I mean, they, you know, they added Cheyenne. They added Bristol. They're always changing it up. So, yeah. hopefully. Fingers crossed. Yeah, fingers crossed. So, I would love to see you and your little fam yeah. on the show. You guys are the cutest. And but hearing you know this what? love story. <laughs> <laughs> Being with Kale, though, was like, oh, maybe, like, that was um, a good thing we didn't get chosen. Yeah, Because it's it is so chaotic. Yeah. It's it's. Like, yeah, people don't realize you're living by someone else's schedule. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
And I always see the girls like tweet. They're like, like the car cameras like make me late to everything. Yeah. And I have to put my dogs in a different room. So I'm like, wow, it takes a lot of preparation and patience. And then you have to worry about everyone knowing everything about every single move you make. Yeah. Which is stressful in itself. Yes. Yeah. But like Yes, the- especially like living in a smaller town. I don't yeah. know if that would necessarily be be a good thing. <laughs> oh, I'm sure people would contact yeah. us all the time. Like, I saw Lindsay doing this. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's true. But, you know, I, I know. Guess... Too bad I'm, I'm home 24-7. <laughs> it's like, no, I didn't leave my house for the last two weeks. Like, definitely not me. Yeah. <laughs> like... I get groceries delivered. Sorry, wasn't me. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, no photos here. No, but I guess, you know, yeah, everyone knows everything and people are all up in your business. But like every other mom on the show says, like the good outweighs the bad. Like, you know, we do get to share our stories. We do get to help change lives because since 16 and pregnant, I mean, you guys have done so much great change Mm -hmm. with teen pregnancy. Oh, yeah. The rates went down. Yeah. And even just like the little things such as adoption and, you know, surprise pregnancy, divorces. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of people can relate to all these storylines. Exactly. And that's why it's been on for 10 years because there's a different story per girl, which I think is great. And, you know, I think your story... MTV, I think her story is great, you know, and I think you could really do great call things. Lindsay. Yeah, call, call <laughs> Lindsay. <laughs> well, I'm actually, I'm going to be, I'm already starting it, but I'm going to be, um, it's probably going to publish late next year or early 2020, but I'm writing a book just to, Yay! there's so much I've been through yeah, that I don't even tell anyone. And my husband, here he goes again, he just is like, you can do it. (laughs) And he's like, you have to do this. Like, yeah, he was like, you would help so many women if you would just open up and just let people know everything that you've been through and how you came out of it. And he said, there's girls out there that would just love that book. And so I'm, I'm excited to be able to share that with the world. I'm nervous, though, because I'm bearing all. (laughs) (laughs) I know, but like you said, it'll do Yeah, it'll help so many women. We also think maybe you should do a vlog. That would be really fun. Oh, my God, yes. You should do a vlog. You know, we can see the kids more. Yeah. You're like the 50th person to say that. So there you go. 50 (laughs) people. After 50 people, you got to do it. (laughs) Your husband, I'm sure, will be on board. Yeah. Once I have, I'm like, once I finally find the perfect person to hire to help with Feasley and Boutique, then I, I'll start, yeah. you know, looking into Friends doing that. But right now I'm like, when? Yeah. When would I have time? Yeah, uh-huh. when would I hold a camera in my arm when I have two babies in, in my arms? Yeah. <laughs> oh, I'm like packaging until 2 a.m. Do they want to see that? I don't think so. Yeah, because then maybe you would inspire other women to kind of just be like, all right, let me go for my dream too. Yeah. Like, you know, it takes yeah, hard work. Yeah, and that's work. what I want other women to know is you can do anything you put your mind to. Like, if you would have told me at 16, this is where I would be, I would have never believed you. Aww. Never, ever, ever. And yeah, yeah, I feel so grateful for TJ because that man just believes in me. It's It's unbelievable. He just just completely believes and cherishes me and... Things that he knows I can do, I didn't even know I could do. So lucky. <laughs> I know, right? Like, as I'm crying. I know. 
She found her Cole. Yeah. <laughs> we always say since we, since we see, you know, Chelsea and Cole's relationship. Yeah, we're obsessed we, with them. Yeah. And I'm like, you know, Chelsea has been through so much just like you. Yeah. So we always joke, like, since I'm single, Teresa's always like, you got to find your Cole. Yeah. Like, that's what it's about. You got to find that guy that will just cherish you and love you and support you. But now we're going to start saying you have to yeah. find your TJ. Yes. No, we're going to be like, you have to find your Cole yeah. slash TJ. Yeah. <laughs> now we're just you adding know, to it. TJ wrote vows for Anaya at our wedding and oh I've never God. like posted them and I wish we Can you post would have that? had a video. <laughs> yeah, but I'm thinking maybe I should post them because y'all I was sobbing. Like there goes the makeup at my wedding. Every, the whole I'm not kidding you. Every single wedding guest was crying listening to his vows to her. Wow. Like they had to wipe away the tears. Their tears were drying up when he was reading mine, but hers were like everyone was sobbing it was like oh that's the type of man that girls need to find stay away from you know the bad the boys bag. yeah, yeah. <laughs> the douchebags I'm the tearing bag. up again <laughs> I know no it's like it's so beautiful because you've been through so much yeah. and like to think about how much your life is it's just changed in the best way possible yeah within like eight years so it's like you know, you can start from, you know, not the bottom, just, you know, you could be in such a bad place and, you know, you'll never know what could happen in mm-hmm. eight years. Yeah. You found your Prince Charming. You have two. Oh, more- yeah. No, it was it was the bottom. <laughs> yeah. Like, but it it's starting from the bottom. Yeah. yeah and now you're at this like, yeah, now you're at this magical yeah. place with this perfect guy, like now three beautiful kids, Amazing children, a business yeah. like it's living the dream. Yeah. It's really everything. Life is, just, is really good. Yeah. yeah, and that's yeah. like, isn't it nice to say, like, life is really, really good. After like, all that hardship, you can finally sit down and say that. Yeah. So great. Yeah, you could finally it's, just, like, sip a glass of wine and yeah. say, life is great. Yeah, like, a year ago at this time was so scary. Paisley was in Houston, um, you know, being flown on a medical plane. And so now being able to be, first off, we didn't even know if she would make it until this Christmas. And so just... Mm-hmm. Being here with her and yeah. everything that, you know, we've accomplished, it's life is good and a breath of fresh air. Yeah, it's it really is amazing to hear, like, everything you've been through and this positive attitude that you have. Like, it really just teaches – it could teach everyone a life lesson. And yeah. now I, Teresa and I are going to be in, like, the best moods Aww. for months now and just be like, you know, we need to look at life – Anything I was worrying about yeah. today, now I'm like, forget about it. Yeah, it's, you know, life is great. Yeah, yeah life is good. Yeah, we're all really, truly really blessed. Yeah. And we need to look at the little things. If you things. wake up and you're breathing, you're you're good. It's, I mean, yeah. health is so important. Mm-hmm. Yeah, family, so, family's good, and that's all that that's really it. matters. Yeah. yeah, everything else is just icing on the cake. Exactly. That's a beautiful way to say it. Well, Lindsay, that is all the time we have for today. I feel like we could sit here for we hours. We could sit here all day and talk to you. I don't want to go back to my <laughs> I desk. I'm like, wait. We're on a time frame. <laughs> right? I know. You have, like, babies to take yeah, care of. business. <laughs> yeah, I know. I know. But thank you so, <laughs> thank you so, so much for taking this time. We're so happy for you. Everything that you've been through and everything you have now, you a thousand percent deserve it. You do. Thank you. Y'all are awesome. Aw, thank you. You're even more awesome. We will definitely talk <laughs> to you to soon. talk with yeah. y'all soon. Yes, you will. definitely. Bye, <laughs> Lindsay. Bye. Bye. Thank you. 
Lauren, I am literally wiping tears. Tears? Yeah. I have to redo my makeup now. I know. I'm just going to go back to my desk looking like this. That was um, one of my favorite interviews. Her and Mackenzie just are, they're my favorite people. Who can't forget Matt Byer. Oh, He's yeah. listening. Sorry, Matt. Sorry, yes. Matt. Love no, you, we Matt. Love you too. <laughs> yes, we love you. But these girls are just, you know, they've come so far mm-hmm. and they've been through so much. And the fact that they could, you know, jump on the phone with us, meet us in person yeah. and just be so kind and loving and positive. It's just, it's beautiful to see. And oh my God, that was so emotional. I could cry right now just thinking. I'm no, going to- me too. The vows is what really got I know. Me. Lindsay, please upload that upload video. The vows. Please upload the <laughs> vows. Like, you know, I love seeing those videos. And I think her fans who watched all of that would love to see that. To see, you know, her daughter also got something so beautiful in TJ. You know, she got this father and this person who's going to support her. So I think her fans would love that as well as us. So please upload that video. Thank you. (laughs) (laughs) On this week's Teen Mom Tease, we have major news. (laughs) This news is so big that we don't even want to give any hints. We don't want anyone to guess it. Yeah. But it is a huge bombshell. And hopefully we'll be able to reveal it within the next few weeks. Yeah. So check out RadarOnline.com and OKMagazine.com to find out exactly what it is. Well, everyone, that is all we have for this week. Make sure you check back with us next week for even more Teen Mom drama. Bye. Bye.